Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Get in the Herd. My name is Nathan Mitchell, and I'm here today with Honesty Liller, Chief Executive Officer of the McShin Recovery Resource Foundation. Yes. Yes, yes. Honesty. And our very special guest today, um, Honesty, I'll let you introduce, since these are friends of yours and, and friends of ours here at the McShin Foundation, but Honesty, if you would do the introductions, please, welcome to the show. Sure. First, I just took a shot, and it's not an alcohol shot, but of this green up wheatgrass and everything in it. So I am lit and ready to go off of natural energy. So this is going to be awesome. And I got my caffeine from Pulp Fiction RVA right down the road, the best place to take give to a takeout order. So check out Rue and her crew. So there are my two commercials for the day. Uh, well, actually not because these two ladies have their own companies too. So uh, first is Sarah Daves. So Sarah, I've known for years now, probably eight or so years. I don't know the exact number, but um, Sarah... Um, I'm going to get her to tell you her story, but she is an amazing, amazing woman that is um, trying to change the world, really, to be honest with you. She um, has a story of her own, and when she... Um, went through something herself. Now for her, she's able to help a ton of other women specifically and um, other people in the community. And I'm going to touch on, you know, some of her programs and, and as well that I am doing the manifest like a goddess program. She, there's something about Sarah. I was telling someone, was it this morning or yesterday? I don't even know what day it is anymore, but um, just her presence, like when she, cause we have meetings up here every other, well, we did every other Thursday, Day called Synapse, which is a awesome, another shout out, um, an awesome networking group. Um, but when she walks in, it's like that sense and that aura of like peace. Like that's what I feel is like peace. And then we have Megan Abbott. So she is workout fitness, take care of your body lady. Um, and she's helped out McShin in many different ways as well. We'll get into, and she is also her, has her own company now, but I know she's with gym guys and now she's kind of doing her own thing. And um, they'll tell you all about what they do in all of their Instagram and Facebook handles. So you guys can follow them. And I just wanted to get some amazing women up in here. It's the first of the month and yeah, so we're going to have some strong, just amazing, different dynamics, you know, just kind of chatting about some women stuff, some mom stuff, and just some life stuff and uh, mindfulness and, and stuff. Awesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And thank you for allowing me to be part of this conversation today. Um, it's May 1st, as you mentioned. Now, this is this is something I have to ask now. Uh, when, you, when you were growing up, the first day of any month, I was supposed to be out of the first, the first words out of my mouth were supposed to be rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. I think I was supposed to turn around or something like that. Old superstition. Anybody heard that? Anybody do that today? That's before my time, Nathan. All I know is Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Look in the mirror and, you know, he's behind you. (laughs) We did Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary in the mirror, but yeah. Uh, well, anyway, welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you so much for participating today. Um, Sarah, I'll start with you since I, I saw you pull down what looked like a wine goblet. So, um, <laughs> no, she didn't think of wine. I love it. Um, Sarah, you're also on the board. 
at the uh, McShin Recovery advisory Research Foundation. Council, on the yeah. advisory council. Yes. So forgot that part. Yeah. So we're glad you're here. Um, I know I've had the fortune of sitting and I, I, I echo what honesty said about feeling that calm and serenity in your presence. And I appreciate that about you. Um, why are you here today? What brings you here today? And, and uh, welcome and maybe say some things about yourself if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I've I love you guys. So whenever I'm invited to do anything, I'm showing up. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm Sarah Davis. I'm an intuitive purpose coach, and I primarily work with women and helping them to clarify their true life's purpose. And I do that in a lot of different ways. So, but I'll let you determine how long I can go with this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we Please. don't care. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, so I do this by helping them discover their superpowers, which is really their natural talents, gifts, and abilities, and um, and also their goddess essence. We all have an innate divine essence. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, or you lead with the masculine or lead with the feminine. And since I work primarily with women who lead with the feminine, I help them discover and own their goddess essence. Okay, and I do this through my self-guided online program, Manifest Like a Goddess, that honesty is a part of right now. So, yeah. Sarah, appreciate you bringing that to us today. And what you probably, well, you may know, but you, you probably don't know the effect that it has on all of us here at McShin, what you do, because I know that your impact on honesty is tremendous. And when we have a, a happier, more grounded, well-rounded CEO, we have a happier, more grounded, well-rounded organization. And it's, I feel it. I feel it. And, and honesty is constantly telling us about what's going on um, with the goddess program. And I, I'm, I'm somewhat jealous uh, being, you know, unable to experience the goddess program because of this, you know, this, this, this problem I have here, this man thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also to that, Megan, welcome to the show. I know Megan, you're an in- incredibly uh, impactful here as well. I know that your experience with honesty also trickles down to the rest of us because uh, we get sort of side eyes when we eat crappy food. So <laughs> oh, whatever, I do not do that. Welcome no, to- I don't judge either. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I've also had the experience of being in a in our group with you as well. So if you don't mind uh, telling us uh, about yourself a little bit and, and we can open up from there. Yeah. So my name is Megan Abbott. Um, I'm a personal trainer by trade, but what I really focus on is people who have chronic pain um, or want to really lose fat for good. Um, and I do that through a lot of mobility work, which is restoring the body's natural movement patterns that most of us have lost kind of through day-to-day life um, and strength training. Um, And then I also do a lot of nutrition work. Um, I'm going to be a nutritionist um, by the end of the year, but I do a lot of work with nutrition, um, mentality, mindset. Um, And so I am the general manager of a mobile personal training company called Gym Guys. And then I uh, run my own company called Megan the Trainer, where I do mostly things online and I do comprehensive programs. That's that's fantastic. And I I've like I like I said earlier, I've had the. uh, uh, experience of being in a group with you as well. And I, I know your enthusiasm and your knowledge, and I appreciate that. That the one particularly, I remember um, where we sat, we looked at some of the foods that we ate and noticed the sugar content and those things. And I appreciate that about you. Um, your impact has been pretty great. So we're in the middle of a global pandemic. 
as you may or may not be aware. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how is that impacting the work that the two of you do um, as far as the mindfulness, the making sure that we're eating healthy? And Megan, to what you were saying about, you know, the movement, you know, I've spent a lot of time on couches and in beds lately. Um, how are you helping uh, your clients, your participants get up and moving and, and become more mindful? Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of free resources right now. I'm really active on Instagram under Megan the Trainer, and I have free guides, three free guides on my website. But I'm really just talking about movement and moving for your body. Um, one of the big things that I'm seeing right now is just increased stress. You know, everyone's concerned about future personally, professionally, if you have kids, what school's going to look like. And there's just a lot of unknowns, and that's very stressful. So what I'm really talking to people about right now is moving for your own body. And, and that looks really different for everyone. That could be, you know, if you're under a lot of stress, just taking a walk. It could be, you know, strength movement, body weight movement. Um, I'm not advocating a lot of HIIT training or high intensity stuff right now for those people who are really stressed and having trouble sleeping. So movement's so good for the body. We were made to move. And it's it's hard right now just being inside. And most of us are Netflixing and on the couch and, and doing things like that, eating more food. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just talking to people about moving, moving for your body and, and the mentality piece, which, you know, Sarah's been a big part of that for me, too, and making sure I'm meditating every day. And um, I listen to a lot of affirmations in the morning and, and different things to, to try and keep myself really positive, my body healthy, mind healthy emotional and spiritual side healthy that's that's wonderful i can feel that energy and i love that 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 energy you know comes through our ceo and and the rest of the people that you you impact and sarah sarah the same question to you how has this affected you your business and how you uh discuss the goddess with the women in your lives in your life yeah okay so what i decided to do is open up as much um as possible and making things as free as many things as free as I can possibly do. And so what I decided to do is open up all 12 of my guided meditations and they're free and downloadable on my website. So what they are is they're binaural beats and theta waves. And that helps to reprogram the subconscious mind. And so there are seven chakras in the body. And so I have seven chakra meditations. And when you're feeling stressed, um, like it's coming from this fight, flight, or freeze. Um, you know, when, when you're really high anxiety, and then you know, it's really important to get your chakras aligned. And the root chakra meditation is perfect for that. So it's a, it helps to align this sense of feeling safe in the in your body and in your environment. Um, but there's eleven other ones as well, and also in the manifest like a goddess program, I've opened up the first two courses. Um, there are four courses in all, and the, the first course really focuses on mental alignment, and so making sure that you can manage the mental body. And then the second course really focuses on emotional management so and mastery, and to help you really get and um, become a master of your emotions. So those two are free right now. Um, I'm going to keep those open through May, and once you sign up for it, um, you know, you'll have access for 15 months, but I have a coupon code. We can add that to the post later on if, if you'd like to do that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very, very important. And just like 
Megan was saying, um, you know, no high intensity stuff. You know, you can meditate in a, a lot of different ways. You don't have to just use guided meditations. You can sit in the quiet. You can take a slow walk around your neighborhood, um, you know, and just paying attention to what's going on around you, trying to stay in the present moment. I think that's the most important thing right now. Yeah, let me jump in really quick. So uh, first off, this hair. I have not had a haircut in months, ladies. And it I keep fabulous. seeing it on the side here. And I'm like, I have not had this long of hair since I got married. So that was, gosh, uh, May 15th will be 10 years of marriage. Whoa. Okay, Ooh. I know. Um, it has been a journey. So um, really quick. So just to piggyback on Sarah and the meditation and like how it helps those that are in recovery. I want to touch on that really quick. So for myself, my personal experience was obviously, I mean, I went through 12 step. I'm still in that. Um, I do a ton of other things. And when I say that, when I share my story today, I always add in, um, I do this goddess program. I was sharing about it actually on a, on a 12 step zoom this morning, you know, and I do this goddess program. And what that means is, um, I guess it was probably about a year ago. I was, you know, just in this, um, just in this stuck place, um, you know, stuck in just, I wanted to do more. I didn't know what else I wanted to do. I mean, I started working at McShin when I was five months in recovery. So this is all like career wise I have ever known. Cause through my active addiction, I use with every single job and I never had a career or like college ed education or anything like that. So Sarah, started this program and she would come to the meetings and talk about it. And I was like, man, sisters, I mean, I believe in God. And it was like a God thing. Cause it was right there in that moment. It was like, I want to do this program and I want to be able to like get more out of my life and, and, and my feminism and all of that type of stuff. And I started her manifest with like a, with a, like a goddess. Um, this is live and this is the real honesty. I can't talk sometimes, uh, probably because of this thing. Woo. And, um, but anyway, I started it and I'll tell you what, I had all of these fears, um, that I just did. Like, I thought I worked through all these fears, like in my, in my, uh, program of recovery, you know, that I do on a day-to-day -day basis. And like this program really makes you first off meditate, like, and, and again, it doesn't have to be your, um, and all of that. Um, but I do do some of that, but you know, it was more of like how she has these modules set up. It's like, it's exactly what I needed because I didn't know. Um, I had so many fears about, you know, is this my life forever, you know, or like something was going on in my marriage. Um, and you know, I want to write this book, but I was just had all these fears and fear and fear and fears like our worst, what's my worst enemy, I think. And, um, so I started the program. I started really getting honest with myself and like sitting with some stuff that I thought I'd already worked through in recovery. And then it all like, come and it's like now that I have all these years in recovery, it's like comes in a different aspect, I guess, because it's like, I mean, I feel like recovery for me, my recovery has been raw, you know, like, let's get it done. Let's, you know, save your life. This is like more of like, um, you're in the, on this pink freaking cloud and like, you're learning about all this trauma and like all this stuff and all this fear. Cause I've had body image issues since I was a little girl, you know, uh, just a ton of different things. Like, um, basically, you know, I've always wanted people to like me because of my dysfunctional, you know, situation in my home when I was a kid, you know, and just a lot of 
just things that I just didn't work through through my pathway of recovery. So this program's like helped me. So this morning, I'm a little behind, but I am on the reparenting module, module number 10. This is my notebook from Gabrielle Bernstein. She's amazing too, and she's in recovery, and she's an awesome uh, spiritual guru. But this is my whole manifest like a goddess. Um, no one can read it ever, but uh, between me and my my God and my goddess you know, spirits. But, um, so the, the program, you know, this morning was like, I, I woke up, I did yoga with Mackenzie Payne, follow her on Instagram as well. She's amazing. And we did a, uh, yoga. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to do, um, a module this morning and I did it. Oh my gosh. I did this guided meditation, her guided meditations. Y'all get to get a for free too. Like her guided meditations are amazing. Like I literally saw a little honesty when I was a little pop face tan, but like <laughs> lost little girl, like, you know, just lost and like, um, just everything in the God of meditation. And I know this sounds weird and stuff, but like God of meditations helped me so much because you physically, mentally, I guess, see yourself, um, as a, as a little girl and the pain and all of the stuff that came up through this God of meditation. And then when you're done, I took this book out and I just started writing. And as I'm writing and journaling, which is a huge part of my recovery is like, I just had these moments of like, just writing and like remembering. And I love my parents and my sisters and everything, but we were in a dysfunctional situation growing up as kids. Um, and, and the stuff that, um, the stuff that got brought up was like, it was rough, but it was like, maybe it's like perfect timing because I'm like stuck and trapped in my house with my children now. And like, I'm trying to, um, parent, I do parent my kids differently. Um, and again, I'm not knocking my parents. It's just, that's the cards that they were dealt and we were dealt with, you know what I mean? And, um, so I just did that fresh this morning and, um, it's something magical that happens with your program. Like for me, like I, I, you know, I know I'm a part of the Facebook group and I hear the other women talking about it too, but th th you get some deep, you know, what in there. And, um, to be able to like overcome some super fears that I still had, um, is priceless to me. And now you're offering all of that for free, which is even, you know, 10 times better. But like, if you're in recovery out there, like, you know, I would definitely look her up. It's just, it dives into some more things, um, that you have. I mean, I've literally had a spiritual awakening, you know, from that program. So, so yeah, but it gives, it's deep. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, healing that a guided meditation is one of the most powerful ones that you can do. And I, I recommend that when you do that, give yourself a few hours of downtime afterwards, <laughs> just in case. I mean, because you know, like how intense yeah. that you've done it. And I mean, you know, self-awareness equals self-love. So the more that you can practice self-awareness, the more you're going to grow your self-love. And I, I think that is, like the theme of like this, everything that you're talking about in regards to your experiences in the program. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. 
Yeah, um, and I guess I want to talk to both of you really quick. Like, so we're obviously a recovery community organization, and if you are open, I would love for you guys to both, um, Megan, we can start with you, but how you have been affected by addiction in your life and why you, so the so the purpose, like Nathan and I's, you know, obviously addiction has affected our lives, and now our, I mean, I know my purpose is to help people in recovery, hands down, uh, you know, and, and specifically women, but, um, and I'm sure the same for you like you know we wake up and know what our purpose is so how did you become Megan Abbott the workout fitness lady yeah so I grew up um, with a single mom who's an alcoholic and um so and I realized when I was seven years old that she had an issue with alcohol and so that was the, the vast majority of my experience growing up and I grew up relatively alone I didn't have a lot of other family and it was really hard. Um, I suffered from a very severe anxiety and depression from a very young age and was on medications for a really long time, did all kinds of therapies and just never, never felt good, never felt like a real person. I was never happy. Looking back, I and our and our brains do this on purpose, but I, I honestly cannot remember a time when I was happy before the age mm-hmm. of about 23. Um and it wasn't really until I found fitness that I was able to, able, able to get off all my medications. I fell in love with myself, was able to be happy with myself. I found happiness. I found my significant other life partner now, um, found my career and really, really found my purpose. Um, and so, I, you know, I love what McShin does. I wish there was something that was similar that I knew about growing up that I, you know, could have helped my mom with because we don't, we don't have a relationship now. And she, you know, we don't, we don't talk and she's had two liver transplants now and, and it's hard. And I, I know, and she doesn't get it. Um, cause she just still doesn't believe. So it's, it's hard. Um, but so I'm so passionate about helping people in recovery. Um, I love what McShin does and I think it's so important, the work that you do. Um, so yeah, I love, I love just helping out in any way that I can, um, by sharing my love of, of fitness and health. Right. And then she comes back to like that childhood and me and you just talked about yeah. this in my office. Um, he refers to me of his old aunt. So I'm his, I I'm his aunt. Call you my old aunt. I just said I'm his aunt, aunt and <laughs> I remind him, but no, but that's, we are, we're family here. Like, and I share about this all the time, everywhere I go, McShen staff, we are legit fam. I mean, I feel we're family. I mean, uh-huh. obviously I have to be the boss and, you know, lay down the law sometimes, but it's also like recovery as family and we were talking about like our childhoods and you know I told him about this program I did this morning and like you know our childhood you know again like there's someone bigger than us that gives you your parents your sisters your cousins you know all of that but it's like what do you make out of you know your trauma and your pain how can you make the world a better place so other children or family members or whatever don't have to go through that, you know, as well. And that's, again, how I incorporated my life. My husband was raised differently and than I was, but both of us together definitely um, parent and just raise our children differently than we were raised. And it's only because of recovery. Hands down, the tools that we've learned in recovery, you know, the, the awesome, uh, our best friends are all in recovery. They all have kids. Like, we've all been, I mean, I always tell people, and yeah, hear you like we grow up in recovery, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, so I know for a fact 
even with all that pain and trauma and stuff that, you know, I've learned so much through my personal recovery and through ladies like you, you know, that gets me to be the mom that I am today and the wife that I am today and the CEO and blah, 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 all that other stuff. But like, it starts at home. You know what I mean? Like if I'm a, just kirking out on my kids and cussing them out and, and whatever, it's like, that's not what recovery is to me. Recovery is like being there, being reliable and being their mom. Um, Sarah, you have a, have a different story. Um, if you would like to go ahead and share whatever you would like to share. Sure. Yeah. So several years ago, my son died of a drug overdose. His name is Trey and he was 23. And this happened like right when he came home from a five-year prison sentence, he got caught in the, the justice system, which is incredibly broken at 18 years old and, um, had to, was pretty much forced to plead guilty for a crime that he didn't commit. And because there was a 50, 50 chance that he would spend 25 years behind bars simply, um, as described by the attorney, um, because the jury would not be that of his peers. So, um, you know, he, he spent five years behind bars and, um, you know, it, at 18 years old, it's just, it's incredible. And people think that it's, Oh, it can't happen. It, that's, that's not real. That can't happen. He must've done it. No, that's not really it. That's not where it's at. Um, you know, it literally can happen to, to any family. We just happen to be, um, you know, financially struggling because of the, economy tanking. And so, you know, I, I couldn't afford a lawyer for him. So there we were. And, um, you know, and I, and so the whole part of him passing away through, through the overdose is a, a whole nother story. But I just want to say, you know, just from my experiences with my son and watching him struggle for six weeks after he came home, in my eyes, drug addiction is a symptom of shame. And mm. the, the way to move out of shame is through self-awareness. Because when you, you know, when, when you shove all the, your emotions down, you don't look at them or you don't try to uncover childhood wounds and, and bring them out into the open so they can heal. They, just, they, they stay with you. You carry them throughout your life. Mm -hmm. and, and it's really important to pay attention to that kind of stuff. It's just, um, you know, shame doesn't exist in the sunlight is what I like to say. It's mm -hmm. all the dark shadows in the depths of, of the dark closet, you know, where you shove all your stuff you don't like about yourself, but the things that we don't like about ourselves have so much information for us. We, we need to look at that stuff. Um, and then we would see what a gift it actually is. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Love you. Yeah. Um, how long ago was that? Uh, how long ago has it been since your son died? He died in October of 2015. Okay. Yeah. And Trey was an alum of McShen and we actually had his uh, memorial here down in the, in the chapel where we have the house. Uh, meeting but it is our our criminal justice system and you know another thing 
you know, that Sarah, I feel like, so Sarah's also helped us um, with like our strategic planning here at McShen and that conflict, you know, of, and I can get deeper with it, but if you can touch on that, but like the conflict of our inner, like you said, the stuff that happens to us as, as a child and even in active addiction, like I've had some traumatic things happen to me in active addiction, you know, that I've had to live with through my recovery and work through as a woman specifically. And, um, you know, it's that constant, you know, pull of that shame and that guilt and like specifically being a mom and, you know, having your child in withdrawal from your womb and like all of that stuff kept me out for five more years until I found the McShen Foundation, another commercial, um, you know, and, and it helped save my life. But like, if you want to talk about like how, you know, not just like the criminal justice, but like how, what you saw and what you got out, because I know you fought for him for five years too, even though you weren't a lawyer and, and any of that, but you fought for Trey for those five years and you found out how, um, I don't really want to use the word corrupt, but how effed up the criminal mm -hmm. justice system, you know, and I've learned a lot from the criminal, from you about the criminal justice system. So like what, made you, you know, get into the intuitive purpose as far as conflict resolution? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I would call the criminal justice system corrupt all day long. Um, basically what they're doing because, because prisons are corporatized, they're just picking children up and plopping them in beds. And that's what's mm -hmm. happening. And we have normalized this. I was in, um, this is not a wine glass, by the way, this is a water glass. <laughs> But I was in total wine the other day and I, I was, um, I saw this sign and it said, we arrest minors. And I took a picture of that. So I will never walk into the store again. Sorry about that. I mean, I hope that I, that's not a bad thing to say, but I, that's how I feel. I just, oh, you know, you know normalized, like putting children in prison. It's just the most bizarre thing ever. Um, every time our justice system gets mimicked in another country, the same thing happens. It's it's happening all, all over the place right now, but I won't get into all that. Um, <laughs> but yes, so conflict resolution, the conflict resolution work that I do, um, I do this through the Alliance for Unit of Justice and um, the president, Sylvia Clute, taught me the, the circle process, how to facilitate um, a circle process and resolve conflict. And I have done this with um, lots of people. And what oh. um, I said, you did it with us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And honestly, came to a unitive um, business uh, focus group kind of workshop. And we pulled you in and then you had um, a practice conflict resolution circle with people who were just kind of um, fill-ins, right? Just acting the, the character for you, for the person that you want had the conflict with, but they weren't there. And so what we found over time um, in doing these practice circles, we've realized that they offer an, an incredible amount of healing as well. And so it's one of the first things I remember you saying, honestly, was like, is this therapy or something? <laughs> Because it really kind of is. And um, what we find in com in conflict, whether it's inner conflict with ourselves or conflict with other people, is that there are wounds 
that are being masked by the conflict. And the conflict is actually there to bring up those wounds because they're ready to be healed. And that's really what conflict is for. So it's a gift. It's actually a bridge between separation and connection. Mm-hmm. And so I took that information and of course used that in my individual work um, with my individual clients who are discovering their purpose because a lot of times their environment or beliefs that they have about themselves are getting in the way of that. And we use the conflict resolution tools for that, but also I use it in the manifest like a goddess program as well. I mean, really the reason why I got into all of this in the first place is because I noticed as a mom, because, you know, moms like to protect their kids, um, that I was forcing and pushing my son to go to college and do all these things he didn't want to do. And, um, you know, he was actually pretty smart about not wanting to go. Um, he's like, I, I don't want to be in debt for the rest of my life. I have a plan and it's going to, it's going to be great. You know, I was like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to run a country. And I'm like, well, don't you have to go to college for that? And he's like, no, I don't. I don't. And um, he's like, all I have to do is learn how to build stuff. And I was like, well, all right. So I was like, we'll just go to college first and then run a country. He said, I'll only go to college because I love you. And I was like, that's cool. Good. And really, that's not cool. It's not good. I should have just let him do what I wanted. But I'm not, there's, I'm not like backtracking blaming or anything like that. I'm just talking, like, I really spent some time thinking about, like, what we do to our children because we want them to do the right thing so they can be accepted in society and, you know, live a good life. But it's not up to us to figure out for them what they should be doing. And we do this, we perpetuate this idea. And I think in working with women, you know, it's a better chance of stopping all that. So that's an the underlying reason how, of how I got started doing the work that I do. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, thank you. Thank you for that. And Megan, I appreciate that you're up there and, and uh, I, I see you smiling back there. Um, Megan, what got you into the work that you do? What, what, uh, I know we talked a little bit about your background and about your mom, and I, I can relate to that. Um, we were talking a little bit. I don't want to dive too deep into to my my story right now, but um, I appreciate you sharing yours. But, you, you know, you've translated this into a, a career, into a lifestyle. And I, I, I commend you for that because, you know, I'm looking for my purpose right now. And what what if what is what have you found to be your your outline for success, I guess? Yeah, so my passion's a big part of this. Um, So my passion, you know, I just, I understand the power from a mental health and a physical perspective, what fitness and and healing your body can do. Um, Several years ago, I was also in a car accident and I I suffered from chronic back pain. Um, And I had a a lot of other issues going on in my body. And, um, you know, I, I saw all the doctors and did all the things and, that's when I had to go really, really dig deep um, into, into what was going on in myself. And um, that's kind of really where my current passion lies with healing chronic pain um, from a holistic perspective. So I do a lot of mobility work, um, strength training, but then there's a whole other nutrition side um, and, and healing. And I've done the healing. I've done a lot of inner child work. I meditate reg- regularly. Um, I Sarah's meditations regularly. I love them. And um, so that that's kind of what got me going. And, you know, I had a lot of inflammatory issues going on. And if you look at the science behind inflammation and a lot of the chronic inflammation that's going on, trauma is a huge factor in this. Um, and there's a there's a whole trauma 
test you can take. And I scored very, very high um, to the point where it says that my lifespan is 20 years less based on the amount of trauma that I've experienced. So I, when I work with my clients, it's, it's involved, it's detailed because I am also I can like part therapist. You know, we're we're working their physical bodies, we're helping them fuel and feel good from nutrition. But there's a lot of other things that come up and it's a lot of, you know, I hear a lot of things, you know, I hate my body, things that you know, oh, I can't lose weight or I have to look a certain way to be happy in my life. And so I deal with a lot of that too. And that's, you know, helping people heal and find happiness. That's what my real passion is. And I just kind of, my avenue is through health and wellness um, from a more physical perspective. But I also deal with a lot of that mental perspective because I, I know um, I'm currently doing a lot of brain rewiring um, to get a lot of those old thought patterns to kind of stop going on in my head. And I'm the happiest I've ever been. I am such a happy person right now. Um, and it's incredible. And it's incredible to see and look back at my life even just 10 years ago. I would have never guessed. I would end up here. And so my goal is to really help people feel great and feel happiness. Same. And yeah, and to touch on the college thing, like, you know, I, I, it's not fun. I guess it, like, I didn't do a day of college and I made a career out of my heroin addiction. You know what I mean? So it's like, I like that. It's like, we're, my daughter's a senior this year. Like, you just made, I'm just sitting here listening to you. And I was like, man, am I too hard? Like, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, I never went to college. My husband, He's in long-term recovery, but he never did. Like I started using when I was 12. So he never did any drug till he went to college. So he only lasted a semester in college um, and got full blown addicted to opiates. But anyway, so it's like, you know, the stuff that we think we're doing, like, I don't know, like that's another special thing about Sarah is like, she makes you think, you know what I mean? Like also like, you know, what am I doing? Like, should I make her go to college? But you know, she can't clean her room. So that's irritating. And like all this other stuff comes up too. But um, I was going to talk to both of you, maybe give some tips out there. Cause both of you touched on like, um, you know, specific and women men go through to go through this too but like body image issues you know and like hating ourselves and i hate this like i've caught myself so many times throughout all the years like i hate that or whatever like in front of my 10 well now he's 10 year old son and it's like god i believe in god god talks to me through my brain and it's like shut up like don't say the word hate you know and and you need to love your body and and have more gratitude and all this other stuff um which i'm going through this major 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 breakthrough for myself um God, i don't know if this is a plat but anyway platform for this because i'm the ceo but like some major body image issues that i have literally been dealing with since i was a little girl and um something just happened and i started following these awesome women on instagram of just like being who you are you know what i mean and both of you from your backgrounds and how the disease of addiction like has um or addiction has affected you in your lives have put you in a place and you don't know your purpose this is your purpose you can be a talk show host like you do great <laughs> at this like and i think that that's another thing that both of you do very well is empowering not just women but men as well because it's like just hearing him say that 
I, something triggered into me to motivate him. Like this is your, like he does great. He does this four days a week and he does, uh, if not more. And he's amazing. He just shoots from the, he knows what to ask, you know, in his whole charisma and everything. So, and that could be his career, like an addiction recovery talk show host. Like, you know what I mean? And I think as humans, we don't give ourselves enough credit of like what our natural abilities. So I took this test, gosh, natural abilities through Sarah days. And I took this test with her about my natural abilities. Oh my gosh. These things were so hard. It's all these like modules with lines and and all this stuff. But like, and it it was time consuming, but it was like, I was like, man, I'm failing. I don't know. She told me from the beginning, like, you know, you're not going to fail. It's no failing. It's just, so we learned, I mean, obviously I love music anyway. I love it. But she told me like, either you need to start singing or play an instrument. First off, my son makes it clear that I cannot sing. (laughs) And, um, you know, I really don't want to deal with the buying an instrument and figure, but like, I am so much more productive when I have music playing in my office downstairs Mm. or if I have my AirPod like at home because I work at home three days a week now. I have my AirPods and just jam it, whether it's Bob Marley, whether it's 50 Cent, you know, whatever. I have a mix. I get to be who I am today because of recovery and listen to whatever I want, whether it's Justin Bieber, you know, and whether it's Jay-Z. It's just, it keeps me productive. And the part I, that that part of that test is, con- and you can check Sarah out at her website that Todd put up, but like constantly like remind, like it is right. I'm so much more productive. Not that it's, um, cause I'm good with chaos. I'm good we're all really good with chaos and it just is what it is it's our life here but um the whole music piece like learning about myself i mean there's just so much more you know to sarah's programming you know than just okay peace love it's like this internal um shift that i've shifted in my own household when i'm cooking i listen to music now even if it's like it, if my husband's what, cause our house is open. So he's like watching sports center or whatever's on it now. Cause there's no sports, but you know, and, and then I'm in here, I'll put in my AirPods, but I'm jamming out to Bob Marley or whatever. And it's like, I just feel, I feel diff- like music is like my, my thing, you know? And it's like, just makes me feel like the woman that I just want to be. Um, so just to touch on that, like both of you and like with Megan, she came in and talked to you guys where all of us, everyone looks at me like I'm the healthy lady and blah, 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 which I am. I'm, I mean, I am, but it's also like, there's no judgment, you know, because I've only been this way like three years, like that's it. And I had three cookies before coming up here before I wouldn't even tell anyone that I had three cookies, you know, but I'm telling you, I've had this sense of just relief of coming into my own and my body and like who I really am that it's like, I don't care if y'all know I had three of those cookies because they're the gingerbread from U crops and they're the best cookies in the whole universe. So they are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think it's like, you know, we're in this empowerment time, like what recovery movement is, is strictly empowerment. And like you two ladies have been able to like empower me, like he says i mean thank you for saying that i'm such an influence on your positive influence that really um means a lot to me because the past few years through going through some leadership training and sarah's 
program and, and health, mine is strict health and fitness and exercising and working out is a huge part of my life and recovery. I am run club. Yeah, we started run club here. So we've been a year strong at run club mm. every Wednesday at four. We've been running and me and a few staff and the participants are all jumping on now, which is amazing. Get um, satellite run club over Hilliard. Still oh yeah. Hilliard and I see Kristen on there. She started a mini run club at one of our recovery houses um, too, but it is like, I feel like both of y'all's aura when y'all come into synapse is just like for me and it's just that women empowerment love your body and your soul no matter what and forgive yourself of that shame and that's what i feel from both of you um I cried on the last one. I'm not, I cried three times on your last one. I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it. I'm holding it. But that's just something that I'm personally going through right now with being at home, trying to teach my kid, uh, trying to make sure my other, my 18 year old's doing what she's supposed to be doing, supporting my husband because he goes to work every day and like leaves me there. And this is my, I was joking with him, this is my escape. I get to escape like a few hours a week and come to McShane. Like I got my mask downstairs. I got a cute pink mask, but it's like I get to escape from like some, some, I mean, it's awesome, but it's, it's been challenging for sure. I don't know. There, was there, was there a question for the two of them? I think yeah. there was a touch on. Well, it was question. more of like just how I'm just really more of like a shot at like how impactful y'all both have been, you know, in my life. But Megan, do you have like any tips on like, okay, so, you know, we, you know, a lot of people that are watching are in probably early recovery. If it's our participants, like any tips on like, um, for mental, both of you, I guess, and we'll start with Megan, but any like mental health tips, because there's so much, um, there's still constant overdoses around us, suicides and stuff um that's you know addiction related but also i truly feel it's this pandemic related being isolated and not being able to get out to you know their recovery meetings and stuff is do you have any mental and physical tips for the viewers at home to kind of like you know just give them some motivation or some easy like moves they could do you know or like i know sarah um said taking a walk and stuff like that but is there anything else yeah, so I'm big on movement. Um, so movement helps the physical body, helps the mental body. Um, so, you know, it could be something, and it really depends on the person, but simple, something as simple as walking is great. Um, also, you know, strength training, and you can do strength training with just your body weight. And I don't care if you're super advanced or a very beginner, you can, there's ways to make it harder. Um, so a lot of the things that, you know, I'm doing live classes right now. Um, so a lot of the things I'm talking about is really slowing down body weight movements, like really slowing it down and just really focusing on squeezing your muscles. So things like body weight squats, um, push-ups, planks, um, single leg toe touches. Um, I'm not a huge fan of crunches, but you can do crunches, side planks. Um, and then I have a ton of mobility exercises that are actually all strength training exercises too, like a prone cobra, which is really good for your back and kind of helping out with posture, going up against a wall and like pressing yourself against the wall. And that kind of opens you up because what I'm seeing right now is people are really slunched over and slouched and kind of caving in on themselves. And there's a yeah, right? Yeah, everyone starts to sit up. 
<laughs> yeah, no curling. Um, but that has an effect on your mental health too. If you're all sunken and sullen and hunched over, you're gonna feel sad. You could feel anxiety, you could feel depressed. Versus if you're sitting up really tall and you feel good sitting in this position, you're automatically going to feel more confident and a little bit happier. Um, so I have a ton of resources on my website and um, on my Instagram page of just really easy exercises that you can do right now. Um, but yeah, body weight, body weight things is really great. Anything that can help you get out of your own head is really important. So doing some strength training that requires you to really think about your body and be mindful of what you're doing, you kind of escape your own thoughts. Um, and that, that was a big thing for me in overcoming, you know, a lot of the depression and anxiety that I suffered from was just getting out of my own head. And that's kind of why I fell in love with strength training. So yeah. And just, just keep it easy on your body. Now don't, don't overstress about, you know, going super hard or, or doing crazy things. It's love your body, get plenty of rest and just move. And I think really quick before Sarah answers, that's where people get like uh, the hang up. Like if I've got to work out, I got to go to a gym or I got to, you know, lift all these weights and like, rah, you know, drink protein shakes and da, 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 da. And I do do all of that stuff, but also it's like, you can do all of that from your house. That's why I try to tell them all that, like, it's like the easy, the push-ups, the sit-ups, you know, or whatever. Like, you can do that from home and you don't have, like, I do my best workouts from home. And I do, I've got a couple of chicks that I follow online and I do their hits and, and, I, and, and I do beat my body up though. But I like that, you know, personally, that's just my thing. But then I do yoga too. So I like offset and then I run. So I do three different things for my personal, you know, physical, but you don't have to be this gym, go in the gym and blah, 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 blah. We can't go right now anyway, but you know, so, and, and I've been taught to from them professional trainers that the best workouts are like the slow, like resistance type, you know, eccentric. And that's why my, I mean, that's how my muscles have gotten so big. It's from the slower weights, you you know, well, yeah. that explains right now. I'm going through a very slow workout, so I'm in between sets at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, you, I mean, I know you have the awesome guided meditations again. Y'all have to check these out. They're awesome. But what else? Any other tips for like mental health? Because this is, you know, the month of mental health and, you know, anything else that we haven't discussed? Well, I think I just want to remind everybody that you're a human being, not a human being, you know, mm -hmm. like we just being, um, I mean, of course, moving your body is super important. You don't want to atrophy after all this is over. <laughs> you know? And I mean, it does like so many good things for the, you know, serotonin, you know, levels or what have you and like reducing cortisol and all that stuff. And yes, absolutely. I have a, a yoga practice, um, at home, um, and when I can get back to seeing my teacher, I will. But right now I'm doing it at home. Um, but most of the time when I start, well, when I start feeling um, anxious, and I'm not, I don't really have um, depression, but it can work for either anxiety or depression. Um, just become curious, you know, get curious about why you're feeling the way you are. Become the observer of your thoughts, um, you know, and that way you can just look at them from an, an objective perspective 
And so like you mentioned, honest, you said, you know, you're saying, I hate this or I hate that. And you should I should stop saying that. Well, don't shut on yourself, you know, because when you start doing that, then you're, what you're doing is you're, you're just following the expectations of what someone said to you one time, you know, or over and over again. So let's, you know, maybe just ask why, why do I say that? How, why do I feel that way? Why, why am I feeling this way right now? And you'll be very surprised if you just ask yourself those questions, the answers will come if you allow it. Um, you don't have to overthink it. The answers just come. They really do. So don't beat yourself up. I told y'all it was deep, man. What I say? Like, dang, I ain't never using shit again. Now I'm just. <laughs> um, one of the most powerful uh, stories I heard in early recovery was a woman when I, you know, I'm still in fairly early recovery, but a woman who shared, um, who has over 35 years, I think, in, of, of continuous sobriety. And she shared at a meeting I went to early on about purpose at a time where, you know, I, I struggle with the idea of purpose, but at a time where, you know, I had just gotten into the rooms, I had just, you know, stopped using and it was just like, okay, now what? And she, she told, you know, a story, you know, what it was like, what happened and what it's like now. And she talked about uh, her, her successful business and everything. And she didn't, she didn't make it. What she did at the very end was say, you know, when all is said and done, you know, it might just be that my only purpose is to be more loving. And that, that, that resounds right now. I get a little teary. I think about it because it resounded so much in my, in my heart at the time where I just felt like I was unlovable and I had nothing to offer anyone. And I thought, you know, I, I can be more kind. I can be more compassionate. I can be more loving, you know, to everyone around me. And that that brings me purpose and where that goes from there is I you know if i if i do this more or you know honestly i've got a i've got a, a young a 21 year old guy is uh, sitting in my office right now who um was a participant a few weeks ago and he spent time in jail and he's got decades of time over his head at the moment i think he's got 25 years over his head you know and you know he got here three weeks ago and guess what you know he was supposed to come from jail to here he stopped to go drink first and then he got in trouble with his po and then a couple of days later he got in trouble but but even even as he was getting in trouble like i could see like his interactions with me were very grateful and kind and 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 i'm drawn to him because i, I like i i just i can sense the frustration and what's, you know, in his life. And I don't know, like, like I would much rather like the end of the day, I'm going to enjoy spending that time with him more than I'm going to do anything else in this day. Cause I, that's what I did yesterday too. And you know, if, if, if at the end of the day he goes back out and does the things he does, at least he got a little bit of, you know, calm and kindness, you know, in, in, in the process. And I, I hope that's what I can give And Sarah, your story really, really touched me. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, and I know that, you know, we all here fall in love with so many people, you know, and we get to see people grow and, 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 and find beautiful new lives. And I, I'm, I'm so Grateful to be a part of that. And I'm thank you for being here. Um, any closing thoughts? For me? Oh, um, I'm just sitting here, just <laughs> listening away. Um, and just on my pink little cloud. Um, no, yeah, just like look, if you're if you know someone that's you know out there that needs our help, just let us know, you know. But like 
the biggest thing I've learned from, from both of these ladies is like, not to obviously beat yourself up, but yeah. also like, just learn how to love yourself. And I'm big on that. I tell the women here all the time is like what recovery, the biggest thing I feel as a woman and as a mom, I can speak on is as I had to learn and I still have to learn and forgive myself on a day-to-day -day basis. And I have to out that shame and get it out of the darkness because if I don't, it'll fester in so many other ways in my life. Um, what physical pain, like you stated, and, and Kristen had said as well, but also like just I'm I'm useless as a mom, a wife, a CEO, all of these hats that I wear um, if I don't fix my pain. And um, Sarah and Megan both have uh, helped, you know, me and have more acceptance of, of my body, of my soul and just my womanhood in general. So thank you. Thank you. Um, as we, uh, as I like to say, as we start to land this plane, um, I want to ask one final question of the two of you and of honesty. Um, Megan, I'll start with you. Megan, what are you grateful for today? Oh, so many things. So I start every morning um, saying that I'm grateful for the universe. Um, and I call, I call the power the source. Um, so I'm grateful for what the source has provided me in my life. Um, I am very thankful for being able to find my purpose, for being able to start a business, for having some little bit of downtime right now. I'm very thankful to kind of slow things down, um, for having found my, my partner in life. I'm getting married in the fall and for my health. Yeah. Um, so I am just so thankful for for everything that has happened for me. Um, I always like to say things happen for you, not to you. Um, and and I think that's what, you know, when we think think like that, um, we're able to be so grateful for everything that we have in our lives and everything that we're going through. Because if it's if you're going through a hard time right now, and a lot of people are, just remember that there's sunshine at the end and there there's a reason why this is happening and and take care of yourself i know super woo, woo take care of yourself take care of your body take care of your mind um and, and you'll come out better on the other side oh that's beautiful thank you and sarah the same question what are you grateful for today well i am grateful for my son who has become my teacher he's literally with me every single day when i drop was able to drop the grief um, I had direct ac access to him like never before. And it's been the most amazing journey of my life. Um, and I'm grateful for my radical gratitude practice. Um, and that includes writing down 10 things that I am grateful for every single night and waking up and before my feet hit the floor, thinking of the things that I'm grateful for and what I get to look forward to for that day. I have ramped up my self-care. So I am so grateful for that. And I recommend three nice things for yourself every single day and make yourself do it. Um, yeah. So the radical self-care, there's more about that um, in my program. And it's, it's in somewhere, some module in those two courses <laughs> that you can get for free. So, Thank you for making that available too. Thank you for, to both of you for making these tools available right now when we can really use them um and honesty Man, i'm mm. grateful for everything i'm <laughs> grateful for debbie rosenbaum's love bombs i love that um you know i that's what that is yeah uh. we created it the night that she was on and i think we're gonna make shirts well debbie someone debbie said love bomb and then i 
got into this, or Stephanie, I think, said love bomb. I and then it. I got into these <laughs> emojis because I'm just emoji. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I think, like, the, the biggest thing, I guess I can honestly say today, for today, is that self-love and forgiving myself for... Um, just forgiving myself just for being okay. Even when I'm not okay, you know, and then like, it's okay to not be okay. Like during this time. And we shared about it. The last thing I was on of me wanting to use and like, just like thoughts of using have transpired. And I'll tell you, I, I mean, it's gotten better since the last time me and you sat down. Um, so I'm grateful for my chicks, my women, um, in my life that have guided me and they still support me. I have some of the best friends in the world that are strong women that I can literally love bomb on them and just bleh and not be judged like, you know, and, and not judge myself. So this whole, just, just being a woman and, and a wife and a mom is really, really for some reason right now, I mean, it should be forever, but for right now, I don't know. I'm going through this major like feeling of um, being, being a very proud woman. So we're pretty badass. It's awesome. You guys have a really beautiful network and you know series of connections right there. I, I'm I'm honored, genuinely honored to have been a part of this conversation then. today. Thank you. Um, thank you to Megan. Thank you to Sarah. Thank you to Honesty for joining us today. And as always, Todd, to Todd the producer. Of Shout there. out to Todd. Todd, the producer, to all of you um, watching and or listening, to Debbie, our our stalwart, um, to, hey, Francine, how are you? I just noticed you up there. Um, thank you, everybody, uh, for tuning in today. Uh, we will be checking in tonight at 9 o'clock, right? Is that's correct? Yeah. To so tonight is, tonight is Tina, Tina Ramirez. So that's that's tonight at 9. Is that you? No, that, that's Alex. and Is it Alex and uh, Alex Frank? Alex, Frank. And, Frank. Alex yep. and Frank have Tina Ramirez. She's running for Congress in the 7th District here in Virginia. Um, oh. That's going to be on... Getting the herd after hours tonight oh, at 9 p.m. Gosh, maybe that's your purpose. <laughs> One of those speaker people. <laughs> we'll have to hook him up with Jay Smack, ladies. <laughs> One of those speaker people. I think I, I want a card that says, here, my name is Nathan Mitchell. Here's and I'm my purpose. One of those speaker people. <laughs> Pronouns. Uh, you got that voice though. That I was love it. Cool but creepy. <laughs> you know, you you'd be, you probably wouldn't be surprised how often I'm called that. Cool but oh, creepy. There's, no, there's another shirt. There's another shirt cool. right there. Uh, cool but creepy. Cool but creepy. Yeah. New shirt. Oh, no. New shirt, Debbie. Cool but I'm cool but creepy. No, I'm not gonna wear that. You wear that. Thank, anyway, thank you, ladies, thank you, so yeah. much. This is fun. And, and um, I love you both very much. And thank you for your time and stay safe and well out there. And everyone follow them. They have amazing stuff on all of their um, social media handles for sure. So thank you. Yeah. And so we'll be, we'll be back here next Tuesday at 2 PM with our, New participant check-in. What do we call? What do we want to call them? New persons in recovery. New persons in recovery. That's it. Thank you. Our new persons in recovery segment every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Um, we'll look forward to maybe bringing somebody back as well, like we did last week. And well, more will be revealed. Um, thank you again. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Peace.